All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Tuesday, December 5th of 2026 here. And looking ahead, we have a two-game NBA slate and an eight-game NHL slate. So for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at Saber Sim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second way, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. And if you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You get access to our similar channels, get access to our individual sport channels, as well as the rest of the SaberSim team. So can't say enough good things about the discord but before we get started as always want to remind you guys if you are not participating in our weekly max challenge there is still time to get in on the action and get in on the rewards so the link to this page is in the description of this video this we have one for DraftKings, we have one for owner's box you can find both of them in the description and all you got to do for this for this DraftKings one use the green enter the challenge button Follow the eligibility requirements down here on the bottom, and then you will get access to our weekly rewards and season-long rewards if you have been playing with us for a little while here. So I want to remind you guys of the awesome opportunities there. But with that said, going to get Saber Sim pulled up. Uh, only a couple questions to get us started today. So appreciate you guys, uh, you know, always putting your questions in ahead of time. And if anybody has any questions that they would like to get in now, now is a good time to ask them. So first question said, I'm already going to post my question for tomorrow's office hours. I'm finally starting to use contest sims. Just just watched this video. Notice that Jordan uses min uniques quite aggressively. To be honest, I have never changed min uniques. I always put it to one. Is there more content that explains min uniques? Because I always thought uh, the best way to be profitable was because I always thought we want profitable stacks. So when we increase uniques, we get less stacks, right? Okay. Very good question here. So really it's kind of talking about, Hey, what are been uniques? How do they work? Et cetera here. So what I'm going to do first is kick off a build with some lineups here. And then the first place I want to show you guys where to get some information is going to be our support library. So if you go to the top, right, go to help. Take you our support library. If you scroll down here to frequently asked questions, we're going to have this option. What does Min Uniques do? And I, I posted this in the Discord. I'm also going to post it here uh, as well in the chat for anybody to check out just in case you guys need that resource. But to get back to the app, right, uh, what Min Uniques are doing, the too long didn't read version of that video, is they are guaranteeing that so many players within your lineup are different from every other lineup. So one of the best things that you can have in DFS is a set of lineups that are all positive EV or, you know, in this case, positive SIM ROI, but they have neutral correlation to each other. And what I mean is that when one lineup does good, it has minimal effect that another lineup will also do good or do bad. And then if a lineup does bad, you know, you don't want another lineup to be so heavily affected by that one lineup. So what you'll see when in, in the app usually is that like on DraftKings or FanDuel is that when you use low number of min uniques, your lineups are going to be grouped together because what SaberSim does, SaberSim does not understand risk management. What SaberSim does is identify the best plays in the simulations 
And then it jams those players in and, and gives you a lot of them, right? That's why when you come over here, you run 20 lineups with me and of one, we see two players at a hundred percent. We see five players over 80%. Like these are, you know, very heavy exposures. So like if, if two of these players do bad, then, Hey, all of your lineups are going to be on the left, on the bottom side of your standings, but these players do good. Then all of them kind of are going to be on the right, right? They're very tight. They, they share a lot of common players. So what Mini Unique does is it decreases this factor. And the way it does it by, by saying like, hey, you know, if my Mini Unique is at four, then lineup one must have at least four players different from lineup two. And then same thing for lineup three, et cetera, et cetera. The way it does this is lowering exposures, adding players to the player pool, and just giving you a more diverse set of lineups overall. So this is a great option to come in here and do some risk management. So what I could see here, right, at Mini Unique of one, we're at 23 players in our player pool. And then if I crank this up, you know, to say like six, right? Uh, we don't have enough lineups, so let's try five. So five is the max here. We go from 23 to 30. And then now no player is owned over 55% in our lineups, as opposed to previously where we had five players over 80%. So this helps you to get more spread out on any given slate. And then look, it didn't even add that many players to your player pool while still bringing these exposures much, much more down. And then what this will look like on your actual app is that you your lineups will be kind of more spread out through the contest. So if one lineup's doing bad, that's not an indication that all of your lineups are going to be pulled to the left. You're more likely to have more lineups that are spread out through the contest and then aren't affected by an injury or a bad performance from one uh, or, or a small number of players from your exposures here. So that's what Mini Neeks does. Uh, it does not have a major effect on like stacking. You know, I know you mentioned that, like increasing your mini uniques is not going to lead to you getting less stacks. It's going to lead to you getting different stacks. So think about it in that regard. So the lineups were still built with correlation, still bit, built with sim diversity, still built using our play-by-play -play sims. And then now we're just kind of weeding through this pool, trying to find a set of lineups that, are lowly correlated to each other. And then if one lineup does bad, your rest of your lineups still have a chance to win your contest. So that's what Mini Neeks does. Very good question to get us started. All right, two questions here from Gatekeeper. Uh, these are our last questions at the moment. So if anybody has follow-ups, now's a good time to get those in. So first question, is there a... Oh, this is messed up. Hmm. Is there a way to see cumulative ROI when building lineups. Okay. So, um, I think I know what you're referring to and let me know if I'm wrong, but what I think the question is in regards to. So like if you run a contest sim, right? If I go to my contest sim settings and I open up a contest sim and then I kick this off. So what you're going to see is you're going to see the ROI of each individual lineup in your pool. When you go back to a past slate, right? And I'll, I'll demo this right now as soon as this contest sim finishes. So let's let the sim finish and then we'll keep it rolling. Uh, it's because I built 5,000 lineups today instead of 500. I forgot to decrease my pool, but okay. So contest sim just finished. So you're going to see down here, right? You're going to see the sim ROI of each individual lineup, okay? When you go back to a past slate, 
in my contest flashback. Let's go back to yesterday. Yep, it was yesterday. Go into contests. Go to all contests. Pick a contest. So here, right? Like, let's say I select a user, and we'll go with somebody who entered more lineups. So say I go to Elusive Smoke, right? It's like, not only can I see the individual ROIs of each lineup, I can see the ROI of his entire portfolio. I could see, hey, all 10 of these lineups, this is how he graded out in regards to SIM ROI. So I think that's what is in question here. And you can let me know if I'm wrong, but the answer is no, you can't see that in the pre-contest SIM. So the way the pre-contest SIM works is it looks at, your lineups in your pool. And then one by one, it takes a lineup, inserts it into a contest with the rest of our field lineups, plays that contest out a hundred thousand times, returns the metrics, grabs the next lineup, puts it into the contest with the field lineups, runs it. So all of your lineups are not in a single contest sim together. Each lineup is in a contest sim with the field lineups one by one. So that is how it's working. And then at the end, when we see the actual lineups, how many everyone entered, then we give you those portfolio ROIs. So that's that's the way it works. But gotcha. And and, and you said that's exactly what I was looking for. So glad I understood your question. Uh, definitely happy I got that one right. All right. Uh, question is geo mean beneficial for an NBA two game slate. Um, I think it can be. And what I would do is I would go through the similar process that we use for NFL showdown. And if you guys need a refresher on that, you know, go back to our health docs, type in geometric. And then we have this video, how to ownership product and ownership geometric mean work. Here's pretty short video gives you an explanation, how to apply it as a rule and as a filter here. So just drop that in the chat. Um, what, what I found is that you end up not getting rid of that many lineups overall. So you could, you could try it. You might be able to trim your lineups a little bit here. What it really comes down to in, in my opinion, is that the number of players is a lot more than like showdown. So like having eight players in your lineup in, in this mathematical formula is a lot different than having six players in your lineup. And just the way that the ownerships work out, like, you know, still like only highest ownership here is like 50%. But if you're playing like an NFL showdown, you know, you're going to see guys at 80%, guys at 70%, right? You're going to see a lot higher ownership. Uh, so there's just like a lot of different ways you can still pivot. The player pool overall is still pretty, pretty big here with like, I don't know, say like 10 viable players per team. So like 40 players overall. So you could definitely incorporate it and see if you end up trimming your pool. I would just expect to that trimming effect to be less than if you were to use it for like a showdown, but it doesn't hurt. All right. Isaac said, is it possible to download the late swap lineup pool? Um, I don't know. And I can't test this right now because I don't have like an active late swap, uh, but I can ask. So let me just make a note here. Is late swap pool downloadable? And then, you know what? I will just 
pose this as a question to our team, and then maybe we can get an answer before the end of the show. So let me just ask. So is lead swap or are lead swap pools downloadable? Are lead swap pools? If we get an answer before the end of the show, I will share it. If not, I will let you guys know about that one tomorrow. All right. Next question from Chuck. Are contest sims based on the entire sim database or is it relative to the sliders used for the build? Great question. So the way that the contest sim works is that we imagine running a build on sim diversity 10. So what we're going to do is we are going to go and grab a single sim from each game on the slate, create a slate simulation, play that out, assign the fantasy point values to the players, and then therefore assign the fantasy point values to the lineups in your contest sim, and then assign the payouts based on how your lineups did, based on how the players did. And then we are going to, uh, you know, make a note of like, okay, contest sim one, you know, these were the standings, this lineup one, and then contest sim two. And then at the end, we take all of that information and then provide you with the contest sim metric. So it's basically like running a build on Sim Diversity 10. You're taking a single game sim of each game on the slate and creating a slate simulation. And then that's contest sim one. Do it again for contest sim two, et cetera, et cetera. Very good question. Stanley said, I've had issues with adding lineups to my favorites. It would stop well before the 500 max. Was that addressed in the recent update? Uh, let's go look. So Another great reason to be in the Discord is you get access to our release notes channel where Scott put, puts um, updates for when, when bugs get fixed. So it looks like there was an update yesterday. It said not or one bug fix was not being able to save to favorites properly after viewing them the first time. So it's, it's very possible that your bug was addressed with this update. If you try it again and it was not, do me a favor, go to the top right, go to report a problem, send us an update, and then I will get it back over to the front end team and then they can work on it. But looks like they are doing some work around the favorites and it's very possible that your bug was addressed in the work that they're doing. All right, let me get back to office hours. Uh so it looks like we are all caught up with questions in both the Office Hours channel and the Discord. So if that is it for today, guys, uh, I appreciate you tuning in. As always, I will be right back here tomorrow, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern for our next show. So until then, guys, take care. Good luck. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.